Could these study results apply to your life? If you or a loved one are living with HER2-positive metastatic breast cancer, take a look at the data for a clinical study where 50% of eligible people with HER2-positive MBC lived over two years without their tumors growing or spreading. Visit HER2Results.com to learn more. Your teen requested a ride, but this time, not from you. It's through their Uber teen account. You probably drive your teenager around a lot. They have gymnastics club, science club, rec soccer club, school soccer club, club soccer club, and three-hour clarinet club on Saturday night. Perfect. Now, with an Uber teen account, you can be there even when you can't. It's an Uber account that allows your teen to request a ride under your supervision. They ride with a highly rated driver. And with live trip tracking, you can follow along the whole ride. Thank you. Add your teen to your Uber account today. See app for details. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSEN. Welcome back. College basketball underway. Now get your copy of the annual betting guide over 400 pages. Our biggest guide ever. Odds, trends, power ratings, analysis on every team. Matt Humans, Greg Peterson, Von Tobel, Wes Reynolds. Win totals, futures, conference champs, a breakdown of all the coaching changes. The only way to get the guides become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Sign up now for just $99. Get VEASAN Pro access. Everything we do through the Super Bowl. Sign up today vison.com slash subscribe mike pritchard played nine years in the nfl first round draft pick works here at vison mvp of the championship team at colorado and more importantly he was on the atlanta falcons too legit to quit team hammer time pritchard joins us now what do you think of the quarterback play so far in this league and and do we how many elite quarterbacks do we have this year one <laughs> and that's patrick mahomes and i mean that could be your mvp midway through the year right now right i mean touchdown pass leader, passing yards leader, the way that he can orchestrate uh, a football team and lead them to victory. I mean, that's what you were looking for from an elite quarterback. Uh, I don't know if there's any more elite quarterbacks left in the league. I mean, playing that way, right? We know in theory, Tom Brady's elite quarterback. He's going to the Hall of Fame first ballot. Aaron Rodgers, elite quarterback. He's going to the Hall of Fame first ballot. Uh, But they're not playing like that, though. Uh, And that's, I guess, my biggest point. And, And I brought this up. Uh, hosting Lombardi line earlier with Ben Wilson uh, about, you know, do, do we go back in time uh, before legalization and before uh, betting has become legal across the, the country? And certainly uh, we're looking at the quarterback a certain way as how much the quarterback means to a number. Do we go back and, and try to research about how much a running game or a running back 
probably more of a running game situation and how much that means to the number. Uh, because I don't see stellar elite quarterback mm. week in and week out. I don't see the consistency that way. Oh, that's interesting because it tied into the team that's playing tonight. I mean, Atlanta's 30th in passing. They're fourth in rushing. And look at right. look at Tennessee. They're, they're right there. They go to overtime with Kansas City. They win a game the week before. Their quarterback threw for 50 yards. Yeah, I mean, earlier in the week, I, I was like, okay, why is Atlanta favorite You know, by, by three? We just saw that game not too long ago. I get it. Um, but is it because Cordell Patterson's back and the emphasis of the running game and the rushing attack that way? But uh, the Panthers have familiarity within that division, and they played well even in their situation within that division against Tampa. They played well against the Saints, and, and certainly they played well uh, against Atlanta. They should have won that game. So uh, I was curious about that. You see the line now is at two and a half. Um, but I was, I was curious about that situation earlier when it was at three. Uh, so uh, here you go. I, I mean, I, I, I don't know if Carolina is going to get inside of it, but I, I was just curious about the running game aspect because mm-hmm. what's changed for Atlanta? Just Cordell Patterson is back on the field and we know what he can do on the field. We just saw that as he trucked the linebacker into the end zone. That was awesome. Well, I think the list is a little bit longer than one, though, to be completely fair. I mean, Josh right. Allen's binged up this week, but he was playing really good football before the last two weeks, really. But you don't want to put Hertz or Tua on that list quite well, yet? Well, I mean, do you put Joe Burrow up there, too? I mean, yeah. look look how inconsistent that been. I, I mean, I, I can elevate Tua. You know, they, they do move the ball between the 20s a lot, but scoring uh, is to be desired, I, I think. And maybe they'll find ways and... Uh, but that, that's a team that doesn't have a great running game. Uh, and, you know, red zone efficiency is a stat that I really look at, Mitch and, and Paulie, in terms of uh, teams and their success and how we get into the different phases of the National Football League, right? I mean, we know that the NBA has phases to it, uh, and certainly you bet accordingly. And I think that's true for the National Football League as we get out of scheme and into matchups because teams know what you do, teams know your tendencies, uh, and, and therefore, I think even more weight should be added to the fact that are we getting elite quarterback play, uh, the consistency of it. I mean, like I said, watching Patrick Mahomes operate, okay, there you go. Tua, sure, you know, between the 20s. I mean, Justin Fields to a, a certain level. You, you can elevate Lamar Jackson. I mean, you can elevate those type of players from time to time uh, and, and say and suggest, that okay, that's an elite type of play. Those are elite situations, but the consistency of it, uh, I just haven't seen it uh, week in and week out, though. Okay. Uh, so you're, you're a little ticked off, and understand. I understand why. So you are friends, and you played at Colorado with Eric Bieniemy, and we know his history and passing over him time and time again for get a head coaching job. What do you think of what transpired this week in Indianapolis with Saturday? Well, oh, man, it's, uh, it's comedy, one, but then it's embarrassing, too, because uh, I, I think it – is a revealing look, guys, at the thought process of organizations a lot of times. Um, you know, as owners, you don't really know much about football. Well, we get that. But you own the team, right? Uh, and and you, what you want a lot of times is what you're going to get. You own the team. You own the damn team. You, you're going to get what you want. Uh, but what Ursay said about Saturday was that he was capable. Not qualified, but capable. Mm. Think about that for a minute. Let that sink in for a minute. Eric Bieniemy is not only capable, but he's also qualified. But do you have the relationships, you know, uh, like Jeff Saturday has or, or a lot of candidates uh, that circumvent, you know, situ- situations or even rules? I mean, the Rooney rule didn't apply here. It will at the end of the year. I get that. Uh, it didn't apply here. But uh, as a 
wink, wink, nod, nod. Let's get around the golf and here. You, okay. You're going to be my next head coach. I'm going to give you this opportunity because you're capable, but not qualified. Uh, and that, that, that just stands out to, to a lot of people. I think and it doesn't matter who you are, whatever profession you're pursuing. Uh, if somebody gets something over you, I'm sure you're going to be ticked off by, by that because um, a lot of things have been circumvented. A, a lot of things are, are because of relationships uh, and it's not because you're qualified. And, uh, I think that's just frustrating for a lot of people right now. Pritch, can the league step in at some point? Because, uh, again, if you want to look at any example of uh, being at rock bottom for a team in the league over recent years, mm-hmm. I think this would be it right now for the Colts. I mean, it was a terrible week for that team. Ursay was, it sounded like a clown with some of the sound bites. Saturday, obviously. But also, like, the integrity of the game at some point. I know teams have tanked in the past, like, every year going back, but... They, they went and got Matt Ryan in the offseason. Now, he clearly was not an elite quarterback, and he wasn't playing well, but they can't trot Sam Ellinger out there right now. This is just uh, unacceptable, in my opinion. Without a coordinator. Right, you're right. Yeah. I mean, integrity of the game, and that's something that the Shield was built on and, and the, the, what the Shield stands by, the integrity of the game. Uh, the league, uh, Roger Goodell, all the owners, they do not want uh, people thinking that this is comedy. I mean, scoring's already down, Mitch, and you make a great point. Uh, it's like, okay, do I really want to watch that? Um, you, you got people associated with, with this football team that seemingly don't know what they're doing or, or maybe they're doing it on purpose, you know, and that, that does uh, bring in the question about integrity game. When you have Kevin Mawai on that staff, who is a Hall of Famer, who's already coaching, uh, I mean, how come he wasn't elevated to interim head coach, right? Uh, oh, you had Gus Bradley, yeah. former head coach. You, you have uh, John Fox, former head coach. I mean, there's other ways that you could have kept this thing together and avoided the comedy that it's turned into. Uh, but no, you bring up a great, great point. I mean, I, I, if we watch a horrible product uh, from the Colts uh, against the Raiders, I mean, I think integrity game should be in question here. Okay. What do you think of the Germany game? And uh, Brady, who struggled, yeah. and they won the game, but it was uh, they were fortunate to do so, taking on Seattle and how Carroll's turned this around and what the changes they've done defensively. Yeah, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I think uh, Carroll knows a thing or two about Tom Brady, uh, but yet they're catching three points, and they've looked better and more consistent than Tom Brady has in a bunch all, all year long. But uh, Tom Brady comes from behind. He beats the Rams, and – here comes the Brady tax, I think. Uh, you know, I, I think there yeah. was a Belichick tax. Right, yeah. right. Uh, a Belichick tax after the uh, Cleveland Brown game where you, you had a, a, a home situation where they were a huge favorite. Uh, and then now, there, here you go with Tom Brady and, and uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who we, we know that they have issues. They've had issues all year long. All of a sudden, one come from behind victory, everything's fine, and they're going to be able to lay three points against Seattle. I love my former teams this year and teasers. Uh, it's been working uh, big time. So, uh, so I got Seattle Seahawks involved in a teaser. With who? At Broncos. Okay. Broncos because of Rabel, Pauly, and that coaching staff. Man, Todd Downing. I mean, look, you, why did y'all draft a quarterback? I mean, if you're not going to let him throw the football, oh, why did you throw well, the quarterback? Yeah. You know? and, uh, but at, at the same time, as you're trying to hold on to that game, that defense was exposed to Patrick Mahomes and, and – and that Kansas City offense, in a short week situation, they were on the field over, what, 90 plays, I believe. Um, and so now you have a short week of Broncos off a bye. Um, and, and they know what their problems are. Like, like I mentioned this before when I picked the Broncos, uh, and they helped me out on a teaser situation. I was on your, your show last. And um, I, 
the sentiment is so low on them, uh, but they have a great defense. They really do. And uh, in an inept offensive situation, I don't care if Tannehill's playing or not. Um, I, I, I just think the Tennessee Titans uh, one score games pr- predominantly with their wins. Uh, so I got a good teaser situation with the Broncos too. a rest advantage right there uh, and a short week situation for the Titans on Sunday night. I mean, I got to be honest, like we talked about that a lot with that Bills uh, Dolphins game earlier this year, how the mm-hmm. Dolphins defense is on the field for like 99 plays. I, yeah. that, that Titans defense, yeah. I mean, Pritch, you played in the league for a long time. I mean, but they were on the field for 90 plus plays, left their guts out on the field. That probably took right. two, three days to get over. Oh, yeah. 41 minutes to a time of possession, too, uh, because you, you had a situation in the game. I, I mean, yeah, it, it does. You have to get your bodies back on top of that to travel. And emotionally, man, you're, you're not ready to prepare uh, for for anybody. And then let alone it's the Broncos. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's not it's not like you're looking at the Chiefs like they got up for that game and the sure. devastation there of, you of go. losing the game the way that they did. Yep. Not. Yeah. It's not exactly the same opponent. Uh, you can yeah. follow him on Twitter. He's at M.I. Pritchard. Thanks for the time, as always. I love talking to you. Good luck with your teaser uh, this weekend. Thank you very much, guys. Enjoy the week. Yep, you too. You there too. you go. Mike Pritchard, former player in the NFL for nine years and a current VEASAN host. We will get into win some, lose some, recapping last night's betting action. Again, a 13-1 and run to start the season. Is that good? Uh, Paulie with the details coming up next. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex-
National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zen won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zin. Find your Zin online or in a store near you at zin.com slash find. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Win some, lose some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. All right, we start with the NBA Jazz Hawks over 226 up to 232. 125, 119. Jazz outright. Good job, Aaron Rennie. Oh, yeah. What a what a story, Marketing. Where did this come from? Uh, it's, I'm telling you, the most improved player race is going to be outstanding. Yep. Nets, Knicks under. 225 down to 220. The Jock Vaughn news. 112 to 85. Well, another good call there by ER yesterday. Yep. He was uh, he had a great appearance on our show yesterday, and he was 3-1 with his bets, but his biggest bets got there. And uh, the, the Jazz was his biggest bet. And the Nets, is, he's just like, no, this team is not the same team that they were under Steve Nash. Not even close. Mavs Magic under 217, down to 213. The afternoon affair, 94-87 Orlando. LSU, Missouri, Kansas City under 142 and a half to 137 and a half, 74-63. Youngstown State, Tennessee Martin over 152 up to 158, 90 to 72. Maction, Northern Illinois, Western Michigan under 52 down to 49, 24-21. Central Michigan pick up the two and a half, beat Buffalo by four. Here it is again. Vancouver, 13-1. First period overrun. Road games. Goal in the first 10. 8-0. Goal uh, on the road. 12-2 run. Goal in the first 10 overall. And last night, they allowed a goal 55 seconds in. I think it was 3-0 Montreal right off the bat. Yeah, it was. Good stuff with Vancouver. Here we go. Subscribe. Be part of the team. VEASAN.com. Get VEASAN Pro. Be a subscriber. You want to see these tweets and videos? This is a silverback gorilla. And the girl who's behind the glass is banging her chest. And he wants none of it like it coming. Oh. oh. I mean, they, they run out of there. I mean, this guy means business. She is banging her chest. And this well, guy. He, he completely shattered the window. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She, he sees it. And she's not, not taught him, but banging her chest as well. And look at him coming over. Oh, yeah. How would you like him to play running oh. back and you got to tackle him? Coming at you like that. Oh, he runs a 40 man. and about 1.6. Okay. Good call on the glass. Alert, alert the authorities and everyone there. Don't, we got an incident. Don't they have like uh, like warning shots up that say don't taunt yeah. the end? It's like happy fun ball. Do not Jesus. taunt silverback gorillas. Yeah. He means business. 
and this red panda. Okay. You'll love this. Okay, this is just incredible. hanging out, right? The little snacks here. Look at his buddy. Comes out. <laughs> the other guy's like, take it easy, all right? I'm trying to enjoy my man. Look at his face. He has to go help him up. Like, it's all right. It's yeah. all right. He's legitimately scared. Oh, he's like, scared to death. Look yeah, at his face. His face. <laughs> he never saw him coming. He never saw him coming or heard him. He looks around. Ah! Oh, my God. The face is priceless. I mean, watch it on loop a hundred times. It's yeah. that good. Ass over tea kettle yeah. falls back to look like he's a human. Ah! Like you scared grandma. People, I, so I read a lot of like the Twitter thread, and people are like, why are they scaring the bear Red Pan? It's like a zookeeper evidently. He didn't know. He's taking a step down. Right, right, right. He and ra know. randomly, they happen to be yeah. right there at the window. To... <laughs> Look at him. Like, Johnny, I'm having my, my dinner. Come on, leave me alone. Lose some T-Wolves. The disaster continues. Plus three went off a two-and-a-half-point favorite. No Paul, 129 to 117. There's also video. Russell didn't know he was supposed to be on the floor. And there was, it, it, so it's five on four, and they allowed two three-pointers. Oh, my God. But it's, it's nuts. Dallas, six and a half, up to eight and a half. They lose outright. This is good. No Ben Carroll last night. Uh-huh. Breakfast served, okay? The little girl comes in, and the Husky's waiting for breakfast. Look at the Husky. Big dog, right? She comes in and just misses the bowl completely <laughs> and dumps it all on the floor. And she yeah. thinks she has it, looks at it. And look at the husky. Yeah. Looking around like, no, I'm not licking it up off the floor. What is this? There you go, What's buddy. What's she doing? Huh? You hungry? The, the reaction of the dog. But okay, I'm ready for the routine here. I'm hungry. She just dumps it on the floor, completely misses the bowl. And the husky's like, I'm not having it. Yeah. I'm not eating it off the floor. It looks like me back when I was 21 years old in college uh, trying to eat a burrito at 2.30 a.m. Yeah, yeah. No chance. Yeah. I think Greg Hoops Peterson was on this and others. My God, a moose. Wright State plus four and a half or five yeah. against Davidson. They led by 21. They led by 16 at halftime. They were down two in the first overtime. They sent it to double overtime where they lost by five. 102.97. Welcome back, college. Yep, Grizzly Spurs under 234 goes over because of OT. Memphis wins first quarter again. They get there. Memphis got there again last right. night. Yep. 124 to 122. Win some, lose some. Presented by BetRev is your hometown book. If your first wager loses, receive a free bet equal to your stake up to $500. Learn more at BetRivers.com. There you go. Eclectic mix as always. So uh, good appearance by Mike Pritchard. He was uh, fired up there. And uh, it, you, know, you can definitely use the embarrassing term for the league. Could it get worse? I mean, what's this going to look like on the field Sunday? The Raiders better win the game, and they better cover. That's the other thing. But as bad as it was Sunday against the Patriots, and now you have a guy with no experience, NFL or college coaching experience, and play calling, all the other business going on with, with the Colts. Saturday, yesterday, on can he do the job? I'm completely comfortable in who I am as a man, bro. I know I can lead men. I know I know the game of football, and I'm passionate about it. I have no fear about are you as qualified as somebody else, bro. I spent 14 years in a locker room. I went to the playoffs 12 times. I had, I got five dudes in the Hall of Fame that I play with. You don't think I've seen greatness? You don't think I've seen how people prepare, how they coach, how they GM, how they work? I mean, won Super Bowls, been to two. Like, here's the deal, man. None of us are promised a good job. I may be terrible at this. And after eight games, I'll say, God bless you. I am no good. I may be really good at it. I got no idea. But I dang sure ain't going to back down. I can tell you that. I mean, listen, if life ain't an adventure, it ain't for nothing. You know, it, it ain't for me. I'm ready to go do this. I, I take a challenge head on. So he's Mr. Rah-Rah. And uh, a lot of Dan Campbell, I see. Up for the challenge. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 
Okay, buddy. He's up for it. <laughs> okay, buddy. I've been yeah. there. I've done that. Yeah, sure. I played the game. Surprised okay. to get the phone call, but, uh, yeah. you know, I got. I can't. There's no way I could say no to something like this. Called him. Sir Ursay called him while the game was going on, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, here's Saturday on the Rooney rule. I'll be honest with you. It's an important rule. I, I, I do not diminish it one second, right? I, you know, I, I believe and understand fully why it is as important as it is, right? I, I, don't, I don't minimize. I, don't, I mean, this is, this is important. My role here is for eight games. When this is over, they will do an exhaustive search and, and pick whoever their best candidate is to be the head coach of the Colts. If I'm considered, I'd be honored. I have no idea where this thing is going to go, not even a little bit. I have some idea where it's going to go. And it's not going to be pretty. Yeah. The only problem is, man, if they were catching a different team than the Raiders this week. You're concerned? You, you, with what, the Raiders? No, I'm so, you don't think the Raiders come out with a huge effort, try to save the season? Thought with so, thought so last week. Well, yeah. Blowing leads. Um, right? How many times is going to happen over and over and yeah. over again? Yeah. You know, it's rinse and repeat well, with the Raiders every single week. Yeah. But Jacksonville can score. They have capable people and talent. I can't. This is just a gong show. It is. The other thing is, I, again, the comparisons to Campbell. I just see tough guy offensive line, and I'm I'm kicking. I'm taking field goals. I'm taking the points. Oh, he. I'm yeah. gonna be raw. He talked about and, that. Yeah. 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 yeah I don't want to pass down the points. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna be there with my pom poms there, cheerleading the guys on. Uh, you know, by the way, there is a there is an angle here too that we've seen in the past because the defense they've done their best to keep the team in games. But when the offense is giving you nothing over and over and over again, look uh, at in their own division a couple of years ago, Jacksonville. That ja- that defense was very, very good, elite level defense. I'm not talking about the year they went to the AFC title game. It was a year surrounding that year. But the offense with Blake Bortles was such a mess they could never score points. They could never sustain drives, and eventually they just they broke. And mm-hmm. I mean, all those reports came out with the media like, "Uh oh!" I mean, they are screaming, and we're outside the locker room. We can hear all this. At some point, this defense is going to break where they're going to be. You can't give us a first down. It's three and out again. Two more sacks. This is a disaster. Yeah. And then that that just kind of kills your spirit as a defensive player. Uh, did you tell me that wasn't going on in Denver? No it doubt. Absolutely had to be going on. Yep. Averaging 15 a game. Eight and one under run this year for the Colts. I agree with Mike Palm. Total's too high. But if, if, what if the Colts move the ball against them? I mean, this is... This is big for the Raiders, too, and McDaniels. Has to. Well, they, here's the thing. The offensive line has fallen off a cliff. Yes. Can they get it all together now with Jeff Saturday as the interim coach? Do they suddenly get back to their former ways? I mean, In five days? Again, some of the video that came out from Quentin Nelson, the guy can't oh. even play right now. No, no. Anyway, he was elite like, what, a year ago? Mm-hmm. Two years ago? So Taylor's banged up. The quarterback play is maybe the worst in the entire league. He can't get the ball to the weapons he needs to get the ball to. Um. I don't know, and I just, but it's also the Raiders. Feels like a, feels like a contest play. For, like, for, I mean, for Las got, Vegas? They can't win the game by seven points against this mess, as bad as Indy's Shameful as well. if they can't. I know. Yeah. I know, but it's big on, on McDaniels as well. Go to the horse racing plays. Jeremy Plonk, the fourth race at Churchill. He likes the 10 bourbon on fire, 4-1 to one morning line. And then the sixth, he likes the eight on top, 9-2 to two odds. On the morning line. Use the code HORSE200 for the $10. Get 100% match on the first deposit up to $200. Go to vcin.com slash horses for details. Jeremy Plank with Express Bet. 
We will run down our in-pocket plays, uh, what we are betting for tonight's action, and maybe even beyond. Coming up here and follow the money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it, take it, take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're right. Here we go with our in-pocket plays and what we're betting today. Uh, to recap last night's action, uh, terrific appearance yesterday by Aaron Running, professional sports better, maybe the very best in the NBA and uh, as he was talking about this Jazz team, I'm like, yep, I have to tail him on this. And they led pretty much wire to wire, I believe, and uh, covered that plus three and a half, and they, they won it outright. Marketing again. How about that story? How about this? This is crazy what's going on in Utah. Good for them. Two teams in the NBA have 10 wins, the Jazz and the Bucks. And the Jazz got their first last night. So technically, if there was a bet out there, a prop first NBA team to win 10 games, the Jazz were that team. Uh-huh. What do you think that was? Yeah. No kidding. Good oh. call. Good discussion on the Zach Lowe podcast. Party with Utah and the Missoula who took over for Yudoka. Yeah. I think they're like mid-30s. Can you imagine running an organization being 34, 33 yeah. years old? I mean, well. Trying to lead men? Plus, I saw some numbers on the Celtics last night after the game. I believe their offensive efficiency right now as a team is the highest in the history of that metric. So, mm-hmm. last year was with the defense. This uh-huh. year so far, offense has been awesome. And so uh, here's what I'm – I'm not going to get nuts with this, but I'm going to try my hand at a uh, a teaser. And you're not supposed to tease totals. Well, I'm going to try it this week on a three-team, ten-point teaser, all on unders in the NFL. And uh, reasons being, okay, it's Tampa Bay and Seattle. Tampa oh. Bay's defense is good. Oh, 13, New York teaser. I thought about a 13-pointer <laughs> as well. But that's – got to do four teams, and that's yeah. minus yeah, $2. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So instead, I'm doing uh, three team 10, and we'll see how this goes. It's not been good on teasers for me this year, but I'm going to go Tampa Bay, Seattle. Uh, Tampa Bay's offense clearly struggling. They have, for the entire year, defense pretty decent. I'll tease that under 54 and a half. Seattle's defense playing better football. Uh, we just talked about the Colts Raiders a lot. I'll tease that under 52 and a half. So still, I mean, a key number there of 51 um, that it can stay under. Just because of the, the Colts defense, like we talked about, and the offensive woes are just as bad as it gets. And then the third team I'm going to throw on here is uh, Rams-Arizona under 51. With the news yesterday, Matthew Stafford suddenly in the concussion protocol. Yes. And they're they're pretty much the same exact team as the Buccaneers. Can't run the ball. The offensive line is terrible. Stafford's having a really bad year. Can't get it to anybody not named Cooper Cup. Defense still playing pretty good, and meanwhile, Arizona's terrible on offense. So I'll see how this goes this week um, with my shot at a three-team teaser. All right. I'm taking a shot tonight in the Thursday night game. You can always get off it, but there's a chance here where this could be brutal with the weather, right? So you can get creative with the first quarter under, no score, first five and a half, six and a half minutes, longest touchdown under 39 and a half yards. Should be run, 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 run under four and a half sacks. A team that loves to run the ball in, with Atlanta. You look at some alt totals as well with the unders. I mean, if you get 80, if you get that rain and it's coming down pretty good with 30 mile per hour winds, the flip side is you could see turnovers. But this could be uh, 
some rough weather tonight. So several different ways to play it. You go with the field goal prop under if you want to as well. But I think we'll see a low-scoring game, and I think the weather's going to uh, be bad tonight in Charlotte. That's what I'm going with. And then Buccaneers, Seahawks under 46-and-a-half. It's moved. That was uh, the look-ahead line from last week. Wisconsin, one now. Pick them at Iowa. And in two weeks, Oregon, four against Utah. That is now last checked out with six. That William Hill bet that a couple weeks ago. In Pocket, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted after noon Eastern at BetRivers.com. So I'm seeing the Walker prop for tonight, the pa- passing yards prop, around 169.5 or 170.5 right now. So that has ticked down a little bit this morning. Um, I do think, again, if he plays poorly, what if we get like on the first two drives and he turns it over once? Could happen. Do you make that call here where it's like, well, yeah, no, we can't do this, man, because you only lasted nine attempts last game through two INTs. we got to get Mayfield back out there. They traded for Baker man. to be the starter in the offseason. Yeah, there's too much time left. What's going on with Darnold? Is he ever coming back? I don't know. Gonna, what, what's going on? I don't with... think I want to see him. Wow, I know. But that's another thing with the injury. He, well, the tanking is on, but it's also what, what does Tepper want to do? Do they just want to keep play this out for a while, still try to win some games? Or It was a hell of a game, and they should have beat Atlanta last time. Yep. And then the Rams' performance was putrid, but then they beat Tampa, so you could have something there. And it could be big for props as well because the Cincinnati performance was dreadful, miserable. Number one, how they couldn't slow down Mixon at all in Cincinnati and how bad Walker was. Yep. And I know it's blowout time, but then Baker had three touchdown drives. Yep. How about so, the primetime games that we have coming up? This yep. one... We have the Niners lane seven against the Chargers on Sunday night. Not bad. Monday night. I like that game. I well, do. He, what, what problem you have? I'll go ahead. I'll let you finish. Yeah, the Eagles play Monday night against the Commanders. They're laying yeah. 10.5 for 11. And then, I, I mean, next Thursday night, a week from tonight, it's Tennessee at Green Bay. It's and a, I'm intrigued. Not bad. That game actually really, and I'm sorry, but Green Bay still favored? That can't be if it's Tannehill. That There's no be. way. If Tannehill's a quarterback, no. Tennessee has to be favored in that game. Yeah. But you also, this mess in Indy? They have standalone games up the yin-yang the rest of the year. They play a couple Monday nights still. Oh, no. We got Steelers-Colts on Monday night coming up. Week 12, thank yeah. you. Yeah, that's they play, what I mean. They're the, they're the Monday night game, the thanks uh, Christmas week. They play, the, they play the Chargers. Yeah, so do you see what I'm saying, though? At some point, is there a, a, a secret memo sent over to Ursa that says, hey, Jim, Jim Boy, uh, Jimbo. Jimbo. Yeah, uh, you you need to stop it. Ellinger can't be yeah. the quarterback anymore. You went and got Matt Ryan. People thought you could actually make a Super Bowl run this year. You were the favorite to win the division. Not that this is all the conversation would go from Goodell, well, obviously, but he's like, you, you got to put Matt Ryan back out there on the field. Does he have a chance though? If the offensive line's going to play like this, well, he can't be. But uh, Sam doesn't know what he's looking at. No, Sam, Sam's thing. lost. Right. Remember, as, as Lombardi nailed it. As bad as they look right now, and how bad it's been. They did beat the Chiefs somehow, so that's this year's NFL. But that's I, I, he's a loose cannon right now, going off on the Snyder stuff. Yep. Only yep. owner to speak out about that. I'll tell you what. I mean, if you make a bet on the Colts this week, it is completely contrarian. Uh, you're buying, again, pretty much as low as it gets. Mm. Um, but, again, spots like this have come in right. over the years. I mean, rewind to last year with the Raiders. I can't believe I can't. The fact that I had, I had my biggest win total bet ever on the Raiders yet last year under eight and a half. Four and zero in overtime, and they survived the Gruden mess, 
the the Henry Ruggs killing another human being while dri- driving 155 miles an hour. It's like they were up against it. And, and a dog. Right? And, and nobody made the case for them last year to win those games. Yep. They did. Yep. And that, here we go with the Colts uh, wow. in a different fashion, obviously. But it's like nobody's going to make the case for the Colts this week. Will it look like it did last week? You know, unlikely. It's hard to top that abomination we saw uh, in New England. But to, to me, the next game is Philly. You don't think that's going to get out of control? You don't want to, you don't want to lay 11 and a half right now with Philly? Oh, I'm come seeing on. it's it's Philly's 10 at DraftKings right now. It's only 10? 10 at DraftKings. Oh, come on. I mean, you got to take it. You could step out right now and say I expect this to continue. Look at what the guys up against. I mean, that's He's coming in like this. He said Wednesday. Wednesday. I'm playing catch up with the roster. I, I thought you were a consultant, but that that's another thing. Well, he's also you? got a full-time job talking about well, every team in the league on ESPN, so it's like... Well, how about the tweet, though, too? Isn't that fitting? His last tweet before he was hired was the Raiders stink, look yeah. horrible. So, yeah. Which he was telling the truth, but now he's got to play him. Yeah. So, Well, it's not like the Raiders need any extra motivation to beat him. Oh, man. Or that's going to be the thing that pisses him off. Oh, God. Can you believe this guy? He said we stunk two weeks ago. Yeah. Ah, now we want to kill him. Okay. I wonder what Davis is thinking. I mean, if, if, even if they struggle in this game, it should be, oh, boy, what did I do? That's the thing. Trust me. If there's a team in the league that can lose this game, it would be the All Raiders. Right. Yeah, uh, pro tip, creative ways to uh, bet with bad weather is going to impact Thursday night football tonight. So other things you can do besides the total, though, with all the props and the player props mm-hmm. as well. I mean, as I said at the top of the show, I mean, I'm looking at all the passing yards, all that stuff, receiving, passing, under, and looking at the all the rushing over. It's what they want to do anyways. When you look at Atlanta's numbers, and then you could have 30-mile-an-hour wins and 80% chance or it could be raining sideways. Mm-hmm. What they want to do, their fourth rushing and 30th passing, and Carolina's 28th passing. And you plus you got uh, Foreman, and he went off in the first game on the ground. Yeah. I think the first game was a total fluke, as you said earlier. Yeah, I'm not going to be surprised tonight if this game at the end of it's going to be 13-10. Or, you know. Hope you're right. It's a three-point game, and it's a very low Combined score at the end. It could be 20 to 17. You get my point. Or it's not going to be up and down the field and crazy, right. you know, hijinks at the end. Good pro tips. Do them every hour. Available for subscribers only at vcin.com. We do 20 of them a day. Really, really good show today. Um, so far. Oh, the pod. Today's the ultimate podcast day. No doubt. A double shot of Nigel and Brad Bowers. Just awesome. fire away. Back to back. An hour straight of those two guys. And World it was just Cup preview. Come on. EPL uh, analyst for this week. Just great. And uh, so if you missed any of the show. You can go back and listen on your time. Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcast. Just uh, search for Follow the Money. Up next, Fantasy Football Hall of Famer Paul Charchian will join the show. This should be good, Paul, because he has a candidate for the biggest turnaround of the second half of the season. I think people are going to hear and say, uh, who did he just throw out there? But he'll explain why coming up here on VEASAN. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. 
And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my game. <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zen won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Ball sports in full swing. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, your home, all the latest lines, odds, and boost. Whether you're a football, hockey, basketball, soccer fan, they have you covered. Oh, the menu for the World Cup. Staggering. And join them every week for new promotions. Tuesday is hockey first goal insurance. Friday night is college football. Sunday is football parlay insurance and more. Head to betrivers.com or download the app today. Time now for Paul Charchian's weekly appearance, uh, Fantasy Football Hall of Famer with guillotineleagues.com. It's the final week to get involved with a draft at guillotineleagues.com. 
Uh, Charge, good morning. Thanks for the time. What do you think about – we've talked about this game tonight from the props angle quite a bit. Oh, you have? Uh, okay. Yeah, we have. We have. So based on what Joe Mixon did last week, is it going to be a good Cordarrelle Patterson game tonight? Sure feels like a great one's coming. I love uh, I love all the all, – all, everything trending towards a big Cordarrelle Patterson game. So he was not on the field, as you guys have probably already mentioned, here two weeks ago when these teams yep. met. Um, but the Falcons runners as a group, 180 total yards in that game. And then last week, first game off IR, Patterson led the team with 13 carries. You figure that probably goes up. And the beauty of the Falcons is they never stop running. There is no game plan that does not involve the run for them, right? Wind and rain, possibly tonight. That could amplify the running game as well. And, you know, Patterson for a converted receiver, they never throw to him. He got five catches on the year. So he's going to run a lot in this game. The over-under line is 51 and a half. Even in a, a, a partial timeshare with Algier and Huntley, Patterson's going to get most of the work on an offense that generates 163 yards of rushing offense on average. So I love him here. The Panthers are bad run defense. Even before Mixon mowed them down last week, they were giving up the fourth most rushing yards. This feels like a very strong play, over 51 and a half. I assume that's the angle that you guys have been going for the rest of the morning. Oh, yeah. Is it? Does that sound right? That, yeah. uh, the P.J. Walker passing yards under because yeah. of potential weather, but also he might get yanked in the game. And also, right. like, look, I want to love Kyle Pitts. I, I just, I, I hate the way they use him. What say you? Agreed. I mean, they just don't throw to him enough. No. And when they do, the weird thing is, he's actually got one of the longer A dots distance of throws in the in the league. But they're just like heaving bad passes a couple of times a game downfield to him, yep. and they don't connect. You know, he's been under his line. I, I had the line in front of me. What is it? It's like 38, something close Ooh, yeah, to yeah, that. Start, yep, yards. right there. Yep. 38, right? He's been under the 38 in all the two games. Now, he, the, the catch is one of the two games. He blew up against this team two weeks ago. But you figure, as recent as this was, the, the one thing the Panthers are going to try to take away is you know, take away Kyle Pitts through the air, at least, and not not lose that way. I just I'm off of this bet. Pitts is is their best receiver. I just I looked at it and I was gonna I was gonna suggest maybe taking the under here, but I couldn't quite get myself to do it because uh, good tight ends have fared well against Carolina. Zach Ertz scored. Uh, George Kittle had five catches for 50 yards. Uh, Ertz had 49 yards. So good good tight ends are generally getting paid against Carolina, but Pitts is just it's just the volatility is just too high for me, and I decided ultimately I wouldn't put my money on this. Okay, I mm-hmm. tease this before the break. You have a candidate uh, that could be the biggest breakout player in fantasy in the second half of the season. You sent me who it is. I'm like, okay, wait a second here. What? Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, and I think I think a lot of the audience is going to say the same exact thing. The floor is yours. Tell us who it is and why you like him. Okay, first, I mean, you know, what good is the is talking about the turnaround candidate if he's not awful right now, right? I mean, I'm, I'm trying to, to yeah. identify yeah. somebody who's not good right now that I think is going to do better in the second half. If we wind back the clock to the day of the Russell Wilson trade, it's March, and I tell you that Wilson's going to need about a month and a half, six games, for Russ to get in sync with a totally new coaching staff, a totally new system, all new players, things he's never had to endure before. Would six games have been, if I'd asked you, Mitch Polly, would that have been reasonable? Sure. Yeah. I think that would have been reasonable. Now, his seventh game was the one nobody saw because it was exclusively on ESPN Plus at 5 a.m. Western time, uh, you know, Pacific mm-hmm. time. He played well in that game uh, before his bye, 252 yards, his average deepest throw of the year. Denver's got the easiest remaining schedule, period. 
Seven of the next eight games are strongly positive against the pass, including this week in Tennessee. Love this matchup for him. Presumably, Russ is at, is at 100% health. The shoulder and the hamstring should be fine at this point. His receivers have dropped 14 passes this year. I think that probably gets shored up, too, as these players and, and, and Russ get on the same page a little bit better. The schedule, again, so accommodating. This week, let's talk about the line for Russ this week. His passing line is 226 and a half yards, 226. He's going up against the Tennessee defense that's giving up 310 passing yards per game since the opener. They also see the second most pass attempts. So, you know, the volume is going to be there against Tennessee. The over 226 to me feels like a lock. I also want to recommend over one and a half touchdowns because Denver's uh, Denver's running game is totally punchless. Tennessee's mm -hmm. an elite run defense. Yep. Points are going to come through the air. Tennessee's given up the third most passing touchdowns. I like the two-sided approach on Wilson. Over 226, over one and a half touchdowns. Have I made a case? Very Are good. Are you listening to this? Very good. All right. I, 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 like, I love the case Sunday. I'll tell you that. Uh, how about what's going on in Miami? Now, were they bring in Wilson? Are you concerned right now? We can just go right, go right past Mostert. I think that I think the change has already happened. In, here's Jeff Wilson. He's on the team for five days, and he's already leads the team in snaps, touches, and every single running back reception went to Jeff Wilson. So this thing, I think it's already over. I think when they made that trade, they had already decided Mostert was not going to be their starting running back. And the fact that they got Wilson that involved that fast tells me that Mostert's on the other side here. Meanwhile, right. Mostert, <clears throat> honestly, hasn't been that great. Fifth worst rushing yards over expectation. You know, that rushing yards over expectation is <laughs> some nerd in a lab coat is sitting down looking at every play and goes, okay, the average NFL running back would have gotten, you know, like three yards. Right. You got three and a half yards. So we're going to give you half a yard over expectation. Most of it is the fifth worst rushing yards over expectation at negative 0.4 yards. So the underperforming average and as I thought Moster was kind of intriguing as just being like the last man standing pre-trade in a high-functioning offense. But this Wilson thing is going to be a disaster. And Jeff Wilson's going to finish out as a really nice player for fantasy purposes. Okay. I think you're probably right. Yeah. What about Wilson's former team now? We saw the emergence before the buy of McCaffrey and how they yeah. were using him, and it was spectacular. It was. So how does that affect all of the other great skilled players they have on their team, including one guy that I have on several teams, Debo Samuel? So, you know, anything that's good for the offense helps everybody to some degree, right? You know, the old, you know, rising rising tides helps all ships, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. There's some truth to that. But the one guy that I think is really fascinating out of this is Debo Samuel because he and Christian McCaffrey are both these versatile runner-receiver combos, and I think they do a lot of the same stuff. So I think there's a lot of conflict for Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel. You know, even before Christian McCaffrey got to San Francisco, Debo's rushing had almost totally dried up since yep. week five. He had just four carries total. That's it. CMC is going to, it might, we may not get many carry. He might be a one carry a game guy the rest of the way for Debo Samuel. And in Christian McCaffrey's one full game, he got targeted eight times. And where he runs his routes as a running back is a lot of the same areas, like the bubble screens that Debo Samuel's famous for. And a lot of that stuff is going to come out of Debo Samuel. And on top of everything else for Debo Samuel, George Kittle and Brandon Ayuk have been great lately and heavily integrated into the offense. I, so I, I'm worried. I think if there's one guy, you know, as much as Christian McCaffrey makes that whole offense better, if there's one guy that feels like he might be the loser out of this, 
It might be Debo Samuel, a special talent for sure, but that he might be the guy who gets squeezed on, on volume. A minute left here, Charge. Can you explain uh, your advice here for sabotage dropping Leonard Fournette? Yeah, so sabotage drop, Mitch. You know, because you're a fantasy football weekly listener, what we're talking about mm-hmm. here. This is when you just flat out drop off your fantasy roster. A high brand, high brand name player. You drop him entirely. Some other owner, Paulie, goes, what the heck? Here's Leonard Fournette on the waiver wire. This is found money. Jumps on that player. And then that guy puts him in his lineup. And then Paulie gets hurt by that player. Leonard Fournette checks all the boxes here. Brand name player who is simply not producing. Get this, since the opener, Leonard Fournette Mm -hmm. averaging 2.7 yards per carry. Unfathomably bad when you're at the midway season. His rushing totals the last three weeks, weeks 19, 19, and 24 yards for Leonard Fournette. And has, we talked about the rushing yards over expectation. He's fourth worst, negative half a yard. The Bucs are a four-win operation. They got to try something else. And Rashad White, who frankly hasn't looked great either, I think is going to get long, much longer looks here. Let's just drop Leonard Fournette altogether. Very good. I love it. Again, last week, and I love this format, it's your last week to get involved in a draft for guillotine leagues. It's amazing. The best way to play fantasy football, in my opinion. And you brought it up. Yeah, you do a great job on the podcast as well. It's called Fantasy Football Weekly. Charge, love talking to you, man. Good luck this week. Thanks, my friends. Yeah, we'll talk to you in one week. Bye-bye. Yep. Thanks, Paul. And for those of you who don't know, in a guillotine league, if you have the lowest scoring team of the week, your your players get chopped, you're done, and they go to the waiver wire, and you have $1,000 of fake money to bid on the fab, obviously. It's amazing. You can you can pick up, you can have an, an incredible team three, four weeks into the season. I'm not there the rest of the year, but in good case, Sunday for Denver. On Sunday, yeah. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Good case. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free... Could these study results apply to your life? If you or a loved one are living with HER2-positive metastatic breast cancer, take a look at the data for a clinical study where 50% of eligible people with HER2-positive MBC lived over two years without their tumors growing or spreading. Visit HER2Results.com to learn more. Canva presents stories to keep you up at night. It was an ordinary work day until... The Singapore presentation is at 3 a.m. The office was shocked. <laughs> That's when we sleep. Maya made it less scary with Canva. <laughs> I'll just record my presentation so Singapore can watch it anytime. Record and present anytime with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work.